0: You believe in miracles? We got Fizzle in the house. Fizzle, what's good, man? Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you're here today.
1: That Patreon link if you hit a stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade. Show let's make a trade today. Or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building. He gon' stay with him. They gon' start every show off with their own trade. Fantasy's a big ocean, they made their own wave. Make sure you tapping in Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesday night, Saturday morning. Ain't no better way notification bell when the news break go subscribe right now don't get the news late destination devy that's the team now, dynasty football man that's my favorite thing i remember biggie said it was all a dream now people watching on their phones and computer screens welcome to the team what's up everybody welcome back to another the edition of the dynasty trade show so glad you could join us really appreciate you. The website has been popping off. The interaction here on the channel has been incredible. Subscriber numbers are going through the roof. You guys are what makes this all possible. So thank you so much for all the support. If you could do me just one favor though, just go down, hit that like button, hit the subscribe and whether whether or not you even like us or not, it helps the channel out so much and hey, if you want to tell us we're crazy and how bad we are for the trades, go ahead and go down there too. I like reading that. But without further ado, Adam, how you doing buddy? Another week of Dynasty Trades, man.
0: Doing well, man. Ready, ready to go. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday and the big thing isn't really that it's Wednesday. The big thing is that it's National Bourbon Day. Now... Oh. The, the crazy part about it being National Bourbon Day, though, is like I don't really understand that because yesterday was and tomorrow is too. So <laughs> we're ready to go, um, National Bourbon Day.
1: Come on, man, that's like a National Dynasty Football Day, right? Like, right. That's every day. That ain't a, that ain't anything new.
0: Like I, I had a bunch of people coming up to me, oh, National Bourbon Day, you having a drink? Same as any other day. I'm having a bourbon drink. You know, absolutely. But uh, if you do want your deals featured on the show that we have here, uh, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Dollar a month gets you in the door. We have two new patron uh, trades to grade today. And we're doing two shows a week with new patrons every single show, Mike. Um, yeah. I'm excited for the trade show, man. Dynasty trades are still happening in June. I won't lie. It's, I've been having a little harder time getting deals done. But let's see what I did, Mike. Let's see. What, what I have, what I had to do, um, not necessarily had to, but what I did do. Oh, let's man. talk about this, man. Um, oh, man. T-Rock and uh, the Auto, except trade block of one T-Rock. So, Mike, this is a, a league that I'm actually in of his as a commissioner. Um, let's just say it's been an adventure in the first year as far as how some shit's gone down in this league. But twelve-team uh, Superflex tiered PPR, start twelve, best ball. Of course, I told him straight up, I'm not getting in a lineup league. So, if you want me to be in it, best ball. Point five running back, 1-point receiver, 1.5 tight end premium. Mike, Noah Fant for a 20, 25 third. So he put a third on there. I threw him the 25 pick. Uh, Curious your thoughts here in general on Noah Fant. I think this one might differ depending on the settings. But um, where are you at with Noah Fant, man? Once a big love of ours, an Iowa guy. Where are you at?
1: I mean, it it has honestly been disappointing for him, hasn't it? Right? He has. No doubt, man. He was Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts. At least as a talent profile size speed all the things right he had a i'm an iowa fan man he's on this uh this nice canvas back here that you made for me man he had right he there, had a phenomenal he had, he had a couple phenomenal years for iowa considering our offense is usually atrocious but uh very good high draft capital first round uh showed some promise definitely in his rookie year he's had some moments uh we were really high on them going into last year right the the trade for seattle kind of signaling hey they're giving up on russ and they actually wanted to take back Noah Fanton. if you listen to anything we do like when we talk about there's a lot of similarities when you when you qb hoarder you move off one generally you don't want the junky stuff coming back in the trade right you want even the nfl teams right they don't want the junk back like give me the good stuff that's gonna help my team rebuild
0: right give me the liquidity man give me picks real picks
1: so you know they got Noah Fant back in the deal we're like oh they're gonna use them and then they didn't and uh they didn't quite quite heavily now it doesn't mean though with all that being said like I'm I'm far more down on Noah Fant. I still like him because of the name. I still like him because I want to take a shot on him with that athletic ability. But add him in a best ball league for the cost of a twenty five third. Like I'm not big on giving up my liquidity, but like I think Noah Fant does have the ability, at least right the upside. This isn't a twenty nine year old dusty ass running back that we haven't seen anything from for a couple years or hasn't been a, a difference maker in warp or you know hasn't given you those spike weeks noah fan is still young and has that tremendous upside so at the cost of a 25 third in a best ball league with this type of tight end premium adam i would i would venture to say if you go to southharmonff.com sign up for the warp tool and plug it in like these league settings it's going to say in the roster construction tab that you should be rostering a shit ton of tight ends a shit ton and at a 25 third for that cost adam I, i'll take all the noah fan i can get all of it all of it and then if i'm wrong i'm wrong but it's going to be hard to buy a tight end with that kind of upside or that kind of athleticism at least that kind of draft capital and pedigree for for that price anywhere
0: yeah i'm 100 I'm percent with you I'm, I'm pulling some things up just to kind of just to look man because I, I, here's what i was going to ask you mike Last year, and and you you touched on it to begin here, right? Um, that was his fourth season, going to a new team, and right. like they basically deployed a you know almost like a three man committee tight end. No, you have like some at, Colby
1: Parkinson there at the end of the year, which was disgusting.
0: It's just you know, uh, it was awful, man. It was awful. Um, and, and I'll say this though, all right. Given what we saw, I don't know if Fant in his rookie season, the promise in his first two years. Um, how he started his third year and then didn't finish that well. And then last year, the the crazy part to me though, is last year was the most disappointing year of his dynasty career. Would you say pretty easily?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No question about that.
0: Okay. And and the reason I say that, and I wanted to make sure to mention that, and the reason I think the settings are very crucial is a couple things that was like, if we say that's his worst year last year, and we use that Mike, and we use a tool that you actually created the uh, spike week and uh consistency weeks right you look at the tight end position and we talk about how big this is in best ball versus in lineup right? right in best ball i would like to have the high end tight ends if i can have them but at the same time if you don't get them i'm not reaching to have my first share of you know pat Fryermuth or dallas goddard even as much as i like him right I, i'll what i can do in best ball is patch together three four five even six if you can find a way to do it of the top 20 guys right top 24 guys even Mike the the most disappointing year for Noah Fant in the spike week consistency week category for last year he's a 7.66 which puts him inside and right around the top 10
1: that's wild huh
0: right like the reason I wanted to to illustrate that is like it it can't get worse for Noah Fant honestly in points per game (laughs) I really don't think it can't I'm I'm not I'm not saying that because I like the guy, and I would tell you if you're watching this and you've been watching us for a while. Last year, you know, I was very in on Noah Fant. You can go back if you didn't know that. If you want a good laugh, go take a look at my Noah Fant, uh, you know, ten minute player short we did on the player series. But it can, it honestly can't get worse for Noah Fant. So at a price of a third, which is a full year out, like that liquidity is going to buy me what in best ball? A tight end spot, like a tight end that I'm hoping to have, maybe. No. Right. Like like maybe you get a Gerald Everett. I, I don't really know what that third is supposed to get you if it's not something like Noah Fant. I mean, that, that I think is the biggest thing for me is in the process. Like I understand taking the third for Noah Fant in a lot of formats, but I think in best ball, like he's kind of criminally cheap given I can just th- throw him in and not care what weeks it is, but he gave you five consistent and two spike weeks, even in a really bad situation that he was his worst last year. So like I think some things like that, in best ball and lineup are very big difference makers and good points to discuss. Because if you told me this is a lineup start nine, right. I'm not saying I wouldn't trade a third, like, but it doesn't make sense to do that, right? I'm not saying I still, I don't like Noah Fant, but why why use a third to make him a guy you're gonna really question every week uh, starting, you know? Like, yeah. I, I have a little more pause there. In best ball, I, I don't even care. For a third round pick, I'm in.
1: So I just plugged it in, right? Just generic best ball tight end premium. Mm-hmm. Right, super flex settings I don't know what league this is for you But it's easy to look and I just look at the tight end Which is great about the tool I can filter just the tight end position And then I can filter and sort by Warp per game And mm-hmm. here's warp per game at the tight end position In a best ball 1.5 tight end premium Adam, yep. this is warp per game Mind you, I'm not looking at the games That they didn't play and the injuries Okay, Just mm-hmm. warp per game and the ones they actually did right. Cow pits, Hunter Henry Hayden Hurst Noah Fant KDOT and Jelani Woods, Chig, or right? Some of them, a lot more hype than what they deserve, right? But Noah fan is not in bad company with a warper game, right? Everybody loves Kyle Pitts. Everybody loves Kyle Pitts. And apparently, judged by all the hate mail we get about Chig, everybody loves Chig too. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, like, no, and, and there, there, Chig there's... costs way more than a third, way more than a third.
0: You just made the great point. Cause I was going to say, People would get crazy if you're saying you're taking a third for Chig, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they'd call you
0: dumb. What's the difference, though? The difference is that Chig is he had a good finish to last year, and people are really excited because he's young, right? The reality is if Chig has the trajectory of Noah Fan, I'd actually be pretty happy with Chig. I'm, I'm not – I know you could – oh, you just, you hate Chig. If you watch the show enough, you probably think I hate Chig right now. I promise you I don't actually hate Chig. Hey, man, I, we were on Chig before it was I cool. I know. Chick- well, that's where I got my shares was being on it before it was cool, and that's where I also unloaded a lot of my shares. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, Mike, for, for the just the principles in the best ball, starting 12 too, like I, I don't think people really can understand if you're going to start 12 guys weekly, right, randomly your best players – like Noah Fant to start 12 in a 1.5 tight end premium even last year in Seattle could have very easily flexed in a league like this right yeah. so yeah. I, and the, I, the running I mean, backs
1: are a little bit more devalued right cuz it's tiered so they're only getting a half point so the tight end actually has a full point bonus on the running back position now not as good as having a full point bonus on the wide receiver position where you really change how many right. things pop into your flex but let's just say it does open up the possibility of a few more tight ends actually making flexes in a week in the best ball. So not bad.
0: Yeah, I think and, – and I'll say this. I think I, from t rocks perspective, um, I, I, I might have asked for something a little higher or better. But right. the, the thing I know that he's doing here is he's basically, since the league started, he's been accumulating picks in mass quantities. So, like I think this is one of this where he's just liquidating to – gain as much of the pick still in 24 and 25, and then he's yeah. going to go make moves in the future. Uh, in, in,
1: in fairness, in fairness to T-Rock too. Like I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I If you just look at this trade right here, Adam, I'm like, I, I wouldn't do it. But I do also understand that it's a lot easier to sell somebody on throwing in a 25 third when the time comes. Than it would be for some people to buy into Noah Fant. You Correct. Know what I mean? Because That's the people thing, are going right? to get in their feelings about the the player. The, you know, if I try to throw you Noah Fant as a toss and you're like, oh, I don't like him. Or, you know, I, I, I looked at last year, but you come up what if whatever reasons. You look at a, a 25 third as a toss and you go, yeah, I can take it. That's liquidity, blah, blah, blah. So I do understand that part. But just on this deal, no way in hell. Like, I, I'll pay this all day for <laughs> Noah Fant, to be honest. Yeah.
0: And, and this is one of those leagues to uh, the last point for my side where like, I don't have a top, I don't have a top, top tier tight end, right? I'm basically patching together like four of these guys. So th- this the, the type of a trade, the,
1: the throw shit at the wall strategy, man. Yeah.
0: So, so if you give me one more third in 25, that can be one of those throw shit at the wall guys and actually has some high end upside with athleticism. I'll take it, man. I'll, I'll take, take that it. here. I totally understand what t Rock's is doing. I probably would have tried to get something a little more, but at the same time, I do think it's smart if you want to liquidate stuff and go really deep into what he's doing of pick hoarding. Sometimes you're going to take a deal you don't necessarily love for a player because Mike's right. The reason this deal went through, Mike, is because he had it on auto auto accept trade block. No one else was sending it, right? So the league doesn't market or doesn't value him as a as a third. So um, that's part of the reason he takes the deal too. All right, let's get into another one. Enough about my trade here. Um, All right, so we got a Gump trade here, Mike. This is a big one. T. Higgins is being acquired for Roshan and a 24 first. A lot up here. Um, 12 team, super flex, tiered PPR again. This might be the tiered PPR show. Uh, lineup start 10. So it's half point for running back. Now it's 0.75 for receiver and only one for tight end. So the tier differences aren't that massive. We're starting a QB. Only one running back, which is the reason I put all these on there. Three receivers, a tight end, three flex, and a super flex. I, honestly, that the the setting there of only having to start one running back in a league like this, it means something to me, you know, like, yeah. Um, I'm curious your thoughts here. Let, let me start with you. Cause I, I think it's uh, pretty clear for me, but what do you think?
1: Oh, I'm taking, I'm smashing the T Higgins site all day. Don't okay. Kill this. This yeah. is easy. I, I love Roshan too, man. And 24 first, we can talk about it. Liquidity, blah, blah, blah. But let's be honest, man, unless this pick lands in the top three, Top four, like you're probably still going to want T. Higgins. I I like next year's class, but let's say, let's say Caleb, Drake, uh, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., and if you want to throw Brock Bowers in there, that's fine. Like, sure. If it's a top four, top five pick, all right. Once you get to four and five, though, we're having a conversation. Like, who would you rather have in that class? The guy attached to Joe Burrow who scores a shit ton of fantasy points when he's healthy and. No matter, you can look at the final fantasy points per game on T. Higgins, and they look like trash. Right? I've said it for a long time, man. If you look at those two games where he played like three snaps total in those yep. games, which count against his points per game, and if you were to take those out, it's like an eighteen, nineteen point per game score in T. Higgins, depending on your settings, which is an elite territory for wide receiver for sure. And he's tied to an awesome offense and an extremely awesome quarterback. So I do love me some T. Higgins. He'd be the conversation if he was in next year's class, right? <laughs> at the At the Marvin Harris, you're like, do you want Marvin Harrison Jr.? Do you want T. Higgins? But there's a little stink on him because people look at, well, he he screwed me in two weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. what what fantasy player really hasn't screwed you over at some point, right? You put them in your lineup, you start, and then they they play two snaps and they leave, right? Or they're yeah. they're not they're out there as a decoy. So Roshan's great. The twenty four first, obviously, we like twenty four first around here, but. You got the .75 wide receiver, and the one thing you were talking about, Adam, you only have to start one running back. If the wide receivers already have a, a point-per-catch bonus over the running backs, even though it's small, but it's .25, mm-hmm. it, it further uh, accentuates the fact that you want as many wide receivers, threshold-wide receivers like Sky Connor talks about all the time, in your flex as humanly possible. Yeah, I'm going to take T. Higgins, and I'm going to plug him in and make my wide receiver core real deep. You enjoy your running back. I mean, if everything went right for Roshan, maybe at some point he's worth a first, and then you're looking at two random firsts basically for T. Higgins. And at that point, I think we could have a real conversation about, hey, is it too much to pay for a receiver like T. Higgins, like two first in value? That's fair. But as it is right now, Roshan is definitely not worth a first. (laughs) So this is a first and maybe a second if you want to do that value-wise for T. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay that.
0: And and I think this is why like um, I I'm really excited, Mike, as we continue to grow, you know, this channel as we continue to pump out more content, cool stuff with the website, bringing people on to help, kind of put actual data points behind a lot of the theories we have and either prove us right or wrong. And honestly, it's going to sharpen our process and I think help everyone else out there. So there's a lot more details you may start seeing on trades, but also knowing the league so this uh for, for example mike th- this league is called afl um but i pulled up both the warp and the simulator because there's two things that you didn't c- touch on that i really want to one he did he kept his liquidity in a trade like this too right mm-hmm. like if you tell me or i'm sorry not liquidity flexibility but same thing like because he kept he, his, he's keeping his own pick right so he's not mortgaging like man if this all goes wrong I got T Higgins, which is great, but I'm going to end up, you know, like you said, it it could become Marvin Harrison Jr. And you don't have the control now to take it the other way because you don't have that pick, right? Having that flexibility is big. And then Mike, I ran the, uh, the, the league simulator here and not only did he keep his own, but this is what's currently projected to be, you know, a top three team. And you you never know, lineup, 12 team, a couple injuries, maybe he's not a top three team, Right. But if that pick becomes a 110 and 24 in Roshan Johnson, my goodness, man. Because when I look at this, right. right, this league for me, given the scoring, looking at the warp, like when I look at this warp here, one thing I for sure want to do is anchor QB. Like this red line in the first 24 is just <laughs> way higher. And it, and, it, yeah. and, it, and it makes a lot of sense why. Everyone's scoring, think about it, right, is down relative because it's half PPR for running back. It's less it's than a, a point. Right. Yes, More exactly. And the tight end is, you know, it's a one point. It's not even anything. They just get one point per. So it's basically like non-tight end premium, really. It's just different than the skill players. So, like, I look at this and I'm already thinking, okay, what do I want here? Quarterbacks. And then if I have six flex spots, what I really want to try to do is get five, six of the legit receivers to put in there because they get a little better scoring. And then I will take maybe a one or two, you know, hero RB types and backfill with even guys probably cheaper than Roshan, and maybe they get in and I'll plug them into my lineup, right? I look at a league like this, and this trade makes so much sense to me, in my opinion, for T. Higgins. Because if this is a piece that helps your flex or receiver room get deeper to go have a chance to win a title, I like it. Obviously, if that 24 first becomes you know, early, we're having a different discussion, but you don't have a crystal ball. I'm operating on today, and when I look at this today, I want that T. Higgins side pretty easy.
1: That's funny, man. I made my Trey Show debut with a hot take, T. Higgins take that I had with Ray, right? You that did. First yeah. One I, ever got on I remember right. that. We're coming full circle, man. Full circle right I back here. It. T. Higgins, let's go. No question about it. Gump knows. Gump knows when he submitted it, He was like, Mike loves T. Higgins. So I'm going to put this on there. He's going to talk glowingly about it. He killed it, Gump. Good job, buddy.
0: Yeah. And I put all those settings on there. It, like this, probably for me, in a lot of leagues, is going to be the T. Higgins side. Um,
1: can, all right, can you name one? <laughs> like if it's a half PPR point per carry. I was gonna say it's a, if we
0: swap this right. So if it's a half PPR, best ball, and it's be- if it's. I was just gonna get to that exactly. Best ball. Let's say it's a half PPR format, but the running backs get like a .25 points per carry, or it's juiced running back scoring. Because in best ball, we already want less of the T Higgins and more of the backfill type receivers, right? Have a bunch more of those and have a lot more of the running backs because of, you know, there's just 30, 40 that you really want truthfully before the line cuts off. So like I could see this definitely in a best ball league where it was more catered to running back scoring, but in a lineup league like this, this isn't even close, man. Um, personally for me, The, the only thing that would make it close is if you told me that that pick has a much better chance to be mid to early. And then I'm like, all right, well, I can see what you're saying. But at the same time, like, T. Higgins to me is not going to go away in value. I think there's some people that are really panicked on him, and I'm I'm just – I'm not one of those people. I, I like a I lot of to, the stuff I that I've seen with him. I need to find those people. Man, I
1: saw somebody the other day was would link me a draft board where he was available in the fifth round of a startup.
0: Mike, I, I will like, tell what you – do- what, what is going on? I will tell you, man, it has been – seeing some of these leagues that we're not in, that a lot of our patrons are showing us and asking questions <laughs> on.
1: I get jealous
0: man I, I want an alias i want a sleeper alias so bad I'm, because mike's
1: close to making an alt account Mike, we,
0: we did the sleeper uh or we did the uh, quarterback horde episode which is going on two weeks now right now i saw a couple which was like all right these they were listening to us and you see these quarterbacks just going crazy early but then i see this one league that you know jay jackson's in called dynasty degenerate so i'm already thinking like that kind of sit. now that's not we're not the only people that say that but right. i'm thinking that's something right. we say on our show and uh i'm watching him at the 101 spot so he gets mahomes by default and he ends up for the next five, four picks getting gifted i mean he gets i think it was All bryce young tua kyler and danny dimes and he's asking you know at the turn when people start sending him offers when is the right time to quarterback or and i said right now in a gift you know like <laughs> Easily. Always. And if the offers aren't right, you just take those quarterbacks. And it's just it's just crazy how I think different uh markets and people you play with, it shows so much difference in how they value yeah. players and where they can go, which makes ADP, you know, reflective of all of it. But anyway, Mike, let's get into this other one here. Twelve team superflex lineup, tiered PPR. Uh this is a two tight end league. We're starting eleven. So obviously the two tight end is gonna play big here because Schumer is receiving Garrett Wilson. Uh he's receiving Ball Hawkins, 24 first. Um, he's sending away Mike Evans, Mark Andrews, and a 24 third. So, again, 12-team Superflex lineup. We're talking tiered PPR scoring. It's the standard uh, .5 running back, one-point receiver, 1. 1.5 tight end premium. Two tight ends starting is the big thing, and then uh, we're starting 11.
1: Yeah, this is – uh. so I don't have Schumers, but I have a league that's very similar to this, right? Tiered mm-hmm. PPR, uh, start two. Uh, tight ends, and I it's believe a, my league if you, might be. If you pull,
0: 12. I'll pull his up here. It's uh, fine, yeah, something fine with that, but go ahead. I just want a general, right yeah. yeah. I
1: just want a generalization to see how valuable warp wise in a start two tight end league like this they are. And uh, I don't know, unless you get like a crazy premium, they're not all that more valuable, right? Travis Kelsey's still damn elite because <laughs> travis kelsey is a damn unicorn but next guy I, I would say mark andrews tj hawkinson right those are
0: kind of the what, next what, guys what? i have the league pulled up here so what do you have yeah. the warp at so this it might be very similar uh
1: tight end tight end number three tj hawkinson he's at a 1.43 warp
0: okay and this this will league here which is the two tight end i have pulled up is 1.29 for mark andrews at three 1.34 tj hawkinson so, so probably pretty worse. similar and even a little bit lower
1: even even a little bit worse the roster construction on this and the lineup leagues telling me i really only need to carry 2.75 which is kind of an odd number so you'd carry three
0: this one and, says uh, 2.5 so it's similar but this is even lower than yours
1: the droppable number where you're just going to rotate tight ends with a pulse right anybody who's just got a job maybe if someone uh, says uh, no offense worth uh, a third
0: whoa. this is this is the lineup right. league where i would be buying Noah Fant for a third for sure
1: so when you look at it, you go, man, two tight end league, Mark Andrews should carry some weight. And I, I do kind of agree Mark Andrews would carry weight, just not as much that I really – like he's still up there. The point I'm trying to make is is Mark Andrews or Garrett Wilson on the trajectory that they are, I think are very, very similar. Like they should be very similar in this format, this setting, even with start two tight end. Like I don't think there's a big difference between where a Garrett Wilson would go in a startup draft and a Mark Andrews would go in a startup draft so if i just cancel those two out and i go mike evans in a third or a random 24 first i don't even know where the hell the pick's gonna be but i'll take the 24 first all day long and this isn't like i hate mike evans but this is where we're at like nobody's sending you a first for mike evans anymore adam nobody thousand percent
0: that's the biggest thing i have here that's the tax if even if you're saying all right like it's worth me getting andrews over garrett wilson if you're one of those like i I understand the scarcity of the two tight end. You're like, all right, it's worth it. Fine. Even if you want to edge that. I think they're – I'm with you. I think they're neutral. But if you're like, all right, it's worth more because he's the two tight end, fine. And there's a little bit of a premium. But there's – we are so far removed. Like, Mike, it's been probably this time for about two or three off seasons where it felt like Mike Evans is geriatric. Right. Right. Like <laughs> this is now he's definitely geriatric with no quarterback in town. Kyle Trask, <laughs> was, he's there thirty.
1: There's people in, there in twenty nineteen being like, You should probably sell Mike Evans for a cliffs, right? Right, just, exactly.
0: And um <laughs> you could debate when the cliff has or hasn't happened, but uh I'll tell you right now, if you're if you're not sure if it has, it has. I can I can promise you. Like I'm cool buying him cheaply in best ball on like a crusty type buy. Nowhere right. like, near a first.
1: If I could buy Mike Evans for a second in the best bowl league, right. Easily. Exactly. And yeah,
0: that's probably. the biggest thing, um, to me, is I think now one of the hard parts is gonna be right, in two tight end you wanna then find a way to replace Andrews. But when I look at the warp, see this is one of the things that I have started to come around more on, right? When I look at the warp in this league specifically, Mike, it's, if you want to pull it up, it's fine. I'll do it, and it's Schumer 21. No, but
1: I mean, I got one very similar. Yeah, to the you're looking at basically like, the same thing. Right.
0: But So the, the reality is when you see it just versus the tight ends, like don't talk about flex for a second. If you just look at it versus the tight ends, the top five from last year, you could say maybe it's worth it because like there's big difference. But the thing here is because it's too tight end, right? the difference from like tight end six all the way to tight end, let's call it 20. We're looking at point six versus 0.29. So like, yeah. yeah, you'd rather have tight end six than, than tight end 20. But if you're starting tight end 20 and tight end 15, you're not really giving up that much unless they have Kelsey and Andrews, right? Unless the person that's receiving here, ball Hawkins already has like now it's Andrews, and Kelsey or Andrews and Hawk, or something like that, you're not even treading that much water really at like you're you're treading water at the tight end position, really you're not giving up that much if you just do it that way like if you were to have an njoku type and a Noah fan honestly, you start those guys every week and the rest of your roster's right in the start eleven you're gonna be just fine so. I think Wilson in the 24 first is too much. And I don't know what Schumer has already, but if this ends up being a part of leveraging picks where this really could become valuable is if now you're talking, I got two or three first to go get something crazy, right? You get Garrett Wilson and you package those to go get something that you really want in a league like this.
1: I think one of the craziest things, like, I'm just looking at this general one I have here, and at least for me, this is why I love to use the warp tool now. I don't know if it applies to this one, but this is how, when you look at it, or you were to pull this up in the warp, Adam, you're looking at it now. There ain't a single point where the wide receiver graph ever dips below the, the tight end graph, right? It, it doesn't. They, they start about the same with Kelsey and Jefferson, and it doesn't get any better for the tight ends there. They're and, all wide receivers, a similar wide receiver. Wide receiver 30 is way above tight end 30, right? Wide receiver 15, way above tight end 15. So it doesn't ever get better for the tight ends.
0: Right, it doesn't. Yeah, and this this tool, we go all the way to like, you know, for example, Keenan Allen uh, was only point zero eight in warp. Um, and he's still ahead of, you know, it doesn't really matter. Like outside of, like I said, the top 20 guys, he's, he's ahead of those, all those tight ends still in warp. And this isn't a two tight end league. So, um, I think this one's pretty easily Schumer. I, I love what he did personally, man. Yeah. And and I think Garrett Wilson is one of the young guys that could take a big step forward. But the other thing I will say, uh, Corey, to keep in mind is you still have a month and change where Garrett Wilson is Sellable. the the asset that people yes. want in the league like this and yes. tier PPR. So keep that in mind too. If you want to really parlay this thing, uh, I wouldn't hate, you know, seeing what you can yeah. net for some Garrett Wilson, man.
1: Yes. Basically yeah. it turns into three Boom. or four f- yeah. first. For and that's market. the type, it that's the type of, of shit up. that,
0: that is the type of shit that makes a trade like that 4 D when you just keep multiplying the trade like that, right. you know, it just endless, uh, reaping rewards. All right, Mike, 12 team, one quarterback lineup, start 10. Um, Mike, this one's interesting to me, and I'm curious your thoughts here. So, Drake London and Jackson Smith and Jigba, where are you at with the two of these assets right now? I I clearly, clearly would prefer Drake London. Clearly. Okay. Um, By the way, uh, let me read the trade real quick before we dive into that. I'm sorry. go ahead. Drake London is being acquired by Undead Tortoise. I'm not good. Our guy Zach is sending uh, Drake London away, and he's acquiring Jackson Smith and Jigba, in that manager's 24 uh, seconds. So go ahead, Mike, sorry.
1: If I think about it from a production standpoint, I this is why I say like clearly for me, I want Drake London now. However, when I rank them, I'm not only ranking off production, Adam, if I just did production, then I just have redraft ranks. But I also have to factor in Dynasty and not even my own value. Like my value does come into play when I do my ranks, but I also think about where the market is and how the market values players. Because this is how I'm gonna determine. Like when I do rankings, I'm ranking them based off of how I would draft in a startup. And I'm not always drafting in a startup just to win. Or I'm not always drafting in a startup just to trade. It's a mix. because right? there's Because so even after
0: right. that, there's market value in trading, right?
1: Correct. So a lot of times when I'm just drafting in a startup, we, we talk about it a lot. I'm drafting for value, and then I will trade for need. So yep. when I think about it, would I rather have Drake London or Jackson Smith and Jigba on my team right now? It's, it's, it's Drake London for me. But there's a scenario, which is also why I rank them right next to each other, back to back, in my dynasty ranks, and they're in the same tier. Now, they're they're at the bottom of this tier, but they're in the same tier. And they're right next to each other. And Adam, what have I always said, man? If I'm going if you're to in trade a tier. within tiers, yep. you give me anything, I'll swap.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And, and you know, Mike, it's, it's funny because um, that's kind of what I was going to say. And I had a feeling you'd go there. But I wasn't sh- I'm not ever a hundred percent sure with you. And I wasn't sure if you were gonna fight, you know, that <laughs> JSN has, you know, the, the Seattle situation. Maybe he doesn't produce that much. You sold me L-
1: on JSN months ago, good, man, when you good. when you talked about the same thing with Drake London. He had a not a great rookie year, okay? Let's be honest. I mean, we, we think about it a lot more rosier than that. it was actually pretty shit. It wasn't yeah. sky more shit. Uh, right, But it, was, well, was, it wasn't that much better than Traylon Burks, who everybody hates. But the difference is Drake London started at wide receiver one, can absorb a okay season, an okay rookie season, and then still maintain his dynasty value. And now you see nothing but posts on Twitter like, wheels up for Drake London. He's going to show them all, right? People are still hyped for him. JSN is going to be in that same boat. And that's what you told me a few months ago. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. If you're going to start as high as JSN is going to start, even if you have a 500-yard season with three touchdowns, nobody's going to give a shit because this time next year they're going to be like, now is the time. Tyler Lockett's moving on or whatever the hell is going on at that point.
0: Right. And, and, and you know what's crazy, though, about a move like this? Um, because to, to the point you made, which is, I think, the correct point to making a trade like this in general, like both of these assets, right? Now, Drake London, uh, he had the value insulation because of the name. But the reality is he also didn't really help his stock last year. Now, there are a lot of things with him. If you start looking into the deeper metrics, right, the, the you know targets that he was earning, the percentage of targets, downfield stuff, but there's a lot of things that he did that can give you, you know, all right, there's hope here. And, like, I, I like London quite a bit. I know you still do too. But here's the thing, right? Right now, both of these guys are young and they're a little more sexy. Like, even Drake Lennon coming off of a wide receiver, whatever, 30-type points per game, that's all out the window because it's June. So, I think the crazy part is, if you're telling me that they're in the same tier, but you're going to get the second, and it's like, you don't... You're going to get an asset that doesn't fit your build or something like that. Like, I can see the hesitation. These are the same similar asset, but here's the other part. What we haven't seen is JSN fail. And right now, that actually gives him an edge because... Right. Drake London hasn't failed by the way. But we've seen Drake London not go out there and rip up points per game. Like he wasn't like winning people leagues last year, you know? He was good he was good in the back half, but he was also not worth playing for weeks last year. The crazy part about that, Mike, is uh and I now I had to go to the South Harmony website and pull up the one quarterback ADP cuz I don't I'm not as familiar with that one cuz I don't mm-hmm. play in any 1QB. But in both formats, Mike, Superflex and one quarterback, JSN going ahead of Drake London in startups. Wow. So now here's the thing, right? In, in generalities, if it's the same tier, you know, one. same tier, similar ages, same, pl- same, same position. Like I'll just take, I'm here. I'm just going to net the plus. Right. But the crazy part is like JSN, I think might even get you higher up the board if you decided you wanted to trade up. <laughs> right. You wanted and to make you're netting in the Jeff second still. Three. Exactly. <laughs> like, th- I think there are people that are willing to buy into the JSN stuff right now. And I don't know that it's even smart, but in one quarterback, Mike, I think the reason I mentioned that is like, if I was going to tear up at receiver, it's in a one quarterback league because the picks are a little different. Um, I do want to have all those high end assets um, that are not the the quarterbacks in a one quarterback league. So, While you could say on one side, well, that's second and one quarterback, whatever, but it's still an asset, and I think I still am at a better chance to leverage into an elite, elite, already secured elite asset with a JSN on my team. So I'm netting that second, and I'm taking JSN. You could ride him out if you have to, but I think right now is another great point to see, okay, now I have the sexy asset. What can I do with this?
1: Uh, I'm going to say something we don't say a lot. Good job, Zach. Good job, Zach.
0: Uh, yeah, the name doesn't fit on this specific trade, but that's, uh, you know, it's,
1: every, it, it's a sleeper name, man. He, it happens every just, now and he's again. He's lulling them in, man. That's what he does. The I'm not good.
0: All those trades that Zach misses on and proves that he's, I'm not good. It's all just to get the trades like this, you know, yes. it's, it's a, it's a process. It's uh, he's thinking 4D. <laughs> all right, let's get into another one. Um, enough glowing about Zach. All right, Mike. Uh, i tell you what, man, it's almost like, uh, polar opposites or a schizophrenic um seven goat rings that we have here like i don't know which one's showing up right like the it's jr smith like is he going to come out and just be cooking give you 30 40 or is he going to come out and you know take the ball to half court when you're tied at at the end of the finals you know you don't know what you're going to get with seven goat rings seven goat rings is acquiring amari cooper juju evan hall and michael Mayer. he's sending to raiders life uh rodriguez Mike Gusecki, AJ Brown, and a 2024 20, second. Here, Here's the thing that really needs to be said, though, Mike. 10-team Superflex, 10-team uh, Superflex League as a PPR, 0.5 tight end premium. It is lineup, but it's start 11 on offense with four IDP. When I look at this, especially knowing that it's 10-team, I'm already leaning like I want the studs, right? And, while we have talked about Amari Cooper, and that's part of the reason he made the deal, he he said before we even put this on the show, "Oh man, I'm looking back at this, and I wish I could have this one back," because, yeah, I like Amari Cooper a lot, but that's when I don't have to send away AJ Brown in the you know acquisition of Amari Cooper in a ten-team league. Um, like I know you and I are different on Juju, but like in ten-team. Lineup, I really don't have that much interest in Juju, to be honest with you, man. Like, I'm good. Michael Mayer is a – he's fine. But, like, you're probably – you want to sell now more than anything. You don't want to buy now because there's probably a window next year where he treads water or loses value. So – and Evan Hall is whatever. So, like, when I look at this and knowing it's 10-team, like – you're already giving this guy his pick back, which is, I don't know why that's happening in 24. He's getting A.J. Brown too. And then like, whatever about Gusecki. I don't care about him or Rodriguez. I This is where I think you have to know your league and the settings and why it's so important that we talk about all these different trades because there's a scenario where I'd take the other side if it's like a deep best ball league. And that's it. And that is it, man. Like, and, and I don't even know if I would do it there. But in a, in a 10-team lineup league, I'm definitely not doing this at all.
1: Yeah, uh, I want to say a uh, fantastic job. Great job. One of the better constructed trades I have seen out of Raiders life
0: <laughs> in, all, in all of my life. This is the best trade that Raiders life has made for
1: sure. Right. Yeah, this is pretty easy, man. I love Cooper. You know me. I'm out here pounding the table for Juju too. Uh, Michael Mayer. Like you said, he's fine. Would I rather have Mayer or Gusecki? Definitely Mayer. No question about it. Um, Evan Hall, Chris Rodriguez—you can just kind of cancel those two out. Both backup running backs that we hope have a role. I mean, they're in the same tier of just hopefully, hopefully mm-hmm. they do something where I have get some use out of them. Um, right. This is as much as I love Coop and as much as I love Juju. You you hit the point about Juju is in a ten-team lineup league. Like, how many times am I going to start him and feel real good about it? Right. He's really got to produce, and I don't think that's probably in the cards. But I do like Juju as long. I love Amari Cooper, man, but uh, no way in hell, no way in hell. Like Cooper, Juju, Evan Hall, Mayer, I wouldn't do in a ten-team lineup league with these settings
0: at The whole, Just the whole top for AJ Brown, right? The whole top. I was already, AJ I was. That was where I was going next. See, this is why the mind yeah. meld is so real at times. Why we started this venture, Mike. Ten team. That that's what is actually gross about this. Like I, I, we've seen Goat Rings lose, right? I mean, he he submitted some trades where he's he's lost, right? But this one is the worst that I've seen because here's the thing, right? If you tell me that right now I would rather have AJ Brown in this format than the entire top, that means that getting your twenty-four second back is free.
1: Getting a Gusecki who you made and and, and Gusecki's probably
0: in this format. Like I'd rather find a way to move him, but it's still an asset that I can probably try to package into something else and move. So, like, the fact that you're getting free stuff with acquiring A.J. Brown and in this economy, it's all about the studs because it's going to tighten, you know, the scoring circle because there's only 10 teams. Oh, man. Goat rings, Uh, I, you already know you lost. So, I, I don't feel bad even at all leaning into it a little more. And I don't think this was the worst I've ever done. but uh,
1: like, like, I don't – listen, the, the tear down to Amari Cooper, even in a 10-team lineup league, isn't the most egregious because you're going to start Amari Cooper right you're sure you're gonna start him you're gonna start him. but I but you're so pigeonholed because he's
0: right. he's he his market is nowhere so like yes well, you that, can that start is, him. that's
1: fine i'm completely fine doing it like that's a risky move i do but what i'm also telling the other person i'm not taking your junk back right Correct. and i ain't giving you shit on top
0: right Period. like if you told now, me now we, can, we strip we the deal, deal down yeah let's yeah. strip the deal down and you get a legitimate Higher end asset with Cooper, cool. I'm w- I'm with you there. If you're gonna make me take on this pigeonholed asset, I basically got to put into my lineup. Right. I'm not gonna have the market tradability of AJ Brown. Like, like you're gonna have like, to send like, me an 10 team. Like, it's got to be a high plus though, a very high plus.
1: I need a first at least
0: at minimum, right. minimum. And then and, and then honest. I'm even thinking yep. like, is it worth yep. it? Yep. Yeah. Damn. Sorry, Goat Rings. Goat 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 rings love got. you, buddy. But uh, well, I that I told Goat stick. Rings. I told Goat Rings, I said, listen, man, the good thing about a trade like this, because there's a lot of really bad things about a trade like that, the good things is they see a deal like that go through, and it's like, all right, maybe I do want to trade with Goat Rings again, you know? So, try to get it back later, but uh, that one's an L. All right, Mike, we got to talk about this one. 12-team super flex, uh, lineup start 10. Koopa's not on this trade, um, but Koopa made the same trade, and also, like, there was a coercion, like, hey you know, between him and Cody on, like, doing this. So, Mike, let's talk about this. 12-team Superflex lineup start 10. Xbox is acquiring Cody's uh, 2024 third uh, plus the seven fab in season for Lenny Fournette, Uncle Lenny, one of your, you know, pound the tables last year. But uh, where are you at now? Where are you at now? (laughs) What did you end that with last year? I specifically – I specifically worded it with last year in there. That's so why I said, where are you at now? Talk to me, man.
1: Where we're at now is he doesn't have a team. <laughs> he doesn't have a role. Uh, can he have one? Sure. Maybe. Maybe. The, the problem, I've seen these deals go down, man. I did one with Koopa, right? I did one with Koopa. Not for Lenny, but for Zeke. And I think this all stemmed from Cody put a poll on Twitter. You know, would you rather Lenny or a 24 Or would you rather Zeke or a twenty-four third? These deals started popping off. Listen, I get it from Cody's side. Um, I understand uh, buying these guys, right? Could they be worth a second if they sign with a team and have a role? Yeah.
0: Sure, maybe.
1: They're ever going to be worth a first? Hell no. (laughs) No chance in hell. Uh, The second, probably sketchy. Adam, like, if Leonard Fournette signs a backup role, a depth role, and he actually does something like say, say you get a running back injury somewhere, mm-hmm. right? You get a Houston, you know, Damian Pierce goes down. And instead of using the young guys, they're like, we're going to bring in Leonard Fournette. He's getting the carries. How much more than a third is he going to be worth at that time when you know he's signed? You know he's coming in to fill it.
0: Well, I guess, I guess that's actually two
1: thirds. Maybe that, he's worth two thirds.
0: That's the problem I was kind of having too. in and... – Like, all right, so I think league format's kind of uh, a thing to talk about here because if you're telling me, like, it's a not-standard league like this one is being said as, where it's, like, it's very juiced to running back and we're talking, like, best ball, all right, maybe. But here's the thing. I I don't see even in almost any format where Lenny signs somewhere, and let's call it what it is. There's probably going to be a handful of running back injuries to where You know, they call a guy off the couch. um, Where you know, all right, Lenny, we want your services. Like you're gonna have a chance here to take, you know, even 12, 15 touches a game, let's say. Right. Here's, there's a couple things here on the process point, and then on the player side, I want to mention with this one specifically. The process side is okay. To your point, how much? Where does he go? Like, I don't see a scenario where he ever moves for a second next year, unless it's in a fish type league, right? Right. Like someone's paying paying it some 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 Maybe. fish is paying i'm saying i don't even see that though my point is i, know, I don't I see know.
1: that no that that is hard right we we had this discussion jamal williams was smashing it out of the park last year wasn't he wasn't he smashing it and, and i'm thinking I'm and not work. even in a lineup league but in a, in a best ball league where i don't even have to push the button on jamal williams i just get some depth who's might score two three touchdowns on a given week right and have an immense spike jamal williams was smashing it of the park Melo can be the attestment that he had jamal williams on the block as a rebuilder where he was like i will take any third and contenders are like nah i'm good man like i'm good finally just out of desperation i'm looking at it going like all right mellow I'll you third for jamal Williams, and that's a guy who was smashing and producing but he was just so gross and crusty nobody wanted him in a best ball league like period right? right so when you say I, I know it sounds hot takey, but when you say, like, I don't know if he's ever going to be worth a second, I I think you're, you're probably on to something, man. Well, you're, uh, yeah. You're onto something.
0: The reason I say that is – and the reason I, I illustrate it is not factual is because there, I, there's probably, you know, some fish-type leagues. or You it don't have to be a league. It could be one fish yeah. owner that right. sends a second because it's the name and he, he lands somewhere and they need a running back. Who, one-off deals are going to happen on any player, anywhere, any format, but what I'm talking about is more your standard process, and the reason I say that is, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe it's a couple of thirds, but but then let let's talk about this real quick, and this is one thing I think, and maybe I'll end up being completely waff base here, but like this is a guy, particularly now I think our edges really are one here in process, but there are going to always be times where I talk players in particulars. This is a guy that has, in the prime of his career. Come in in the off season, out of shape as a mug, right? <laughs> fat Uncle Lenny, right? Like we're talking about now, but, a guy that may not off is, coming off a Super Bowl, right? Coming off a Super Bowl, right? So he With played he he played as late into the year as possible as you could play, right? And then the so the off season as short as it could be, and he came in like, yeah, I'm good, like you know, just fat cocky, don't care, right? With- with Tom with, Brady. With Tom game. Brady probably cracking probably the whip. the, big, the biggest And advocating for Leonard Fournette, right? Right. Now you're talking about we're going to go through all of, you know, OTAs, minicamps, preseason, and he may not be signed? Like, even if that call comes, all right, Lenny, let's go. Like, what kind of huffing and puffing is he going to be doing in that first game, man? Like, I'm just – I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just – I'm good on this Lenny thing, man. Y'all got it? uh I understand the process on you think like, all right, I'm going to get this name. Now he won't cost a third, you know, he's going to cost more than a third when he lands maybe, but what's the, what is the difference that you're gaining? Right. Is right now by doing this to where like, what if, what if it doesn't actually happen? Like what if Lenny by week, like seven is still sitting on a couch He's, He's also the, a little goofy yeah. too. Like it's not like this is guy be, has not come without. I do. I love. Oh, him. I love the guy too. But I'm saying, like, if you're a team that doesn't have a reason to bring him in without the risk that he poses, why do it?
1: So the the last point that I'll make: you're doing this move now in June, Adam. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You're you're pushing your third in one of them, and and hopefully you got a bunch. But man, if I look at it and I go like, running backs who are worth a third that could give me some production in season the other problem i have not only the june thing adam but i mean i probably start at like rb 37 ish for me in my dynasty ranks and i can go down to like rb 65 and go at some point i could see one of these dudes being worth a third or producing where i'm gonna try to buy a spot start with that third right and try to get some production that i'm hoping i get out of leonard fournette <laughs> who doesn't have a team right now the, the thing is I got like 30 running backs in my mind going like, oh, yeah, I got plenty of options to send a third when I need it or I want to get that production on my team, and I'll have all kinds of information at that time. Like I'll have Th- all kinds that- of facts. I feel much better about my purchase because, uh, you know, that player I know is has a role and is on a team at that well,
0: time. Well, that that I think is the biggest and final point I'll make here, right, uh, all the Lenny jokes aside and all that stuff, right? You're buying it now with the idea of, I'm going to have a, um, let's call it a more veteran seasoned running back that will, has the ability to outproduce a third and warp for sure. Okay. Like I see, I understand that process, but here, here's what my problem is. What Mike just said, but a little more like defined for me is, all right. So let, let's say that is where you win the edge on. Like, let's say you make that bet right now in June and it pays off for you. So you net, let's say, even a positive third-round pick. Let's say if you cash this out completely. like Let's say he ends up landing in a situation where there is an injury and yep. he becomes the lead, the lead back. He's probably not going to be a feature back ever, but let's call it the lead back. He's going to get 60% of snaps and he's worth having on this. Okay? But here's the thing that I don't understand. If that doesn't hit, like obviously you burn a third. Who cares, right? You burn seven bucks in fab fine. But what if you have that pick back? And you say, now it's week eight, and I want to buy Jalen Warren, uh, who everyone loves. Or you want to buy, you know, Jerome Ford, because Nick Chubb is dealing with a four-week injury, right? Like, I think you might not have to attach all that much more to go get what right. you know at that point is the the asset that you want. So I think it's just, I don't see the risk and the reward being a big enough payoff for me to do it right now. I guess is the way I'm trying to phrase that most uh, concisely.
1: Well, I mean, if you wanted to take it up a little bit, I don't know if anybody have issue with it, but Dalvin Cook doesn't have a team right now, right? Got cut. Uh, We still think Dalvin Cook's good, and he's going to sign somewhere and play. But, Adam, if I told you the price was a first right now to buy Dalvin Cook, are you buying Dalvin Cook for a first? No. You weren't buying Dalvin Cook for a first when he was playing
0: Right. No way. I'm not buying it. Right.
1: <laughs> and what is one of the reasons? The fact that you go, how many running backs could I buy for a first right now? I don't know. 20? And I know more about their situation. Or I'll know more come August. I'll know more come September. So.
0: For a first? Damn near all of them. Not I me, mean, not all right. of them, but like the, a lot of them.
1: <laughs> a lot of them. Right. A lot of them. Not the elite ones, but that next tier. It's like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much everything. Once they're so. decided
0: that you're if – you're, if, if you have to think about, is this guy worth a first? A lot of times you can buy him for a first
1: yeah yeah i get
0: you anyway um i think we already kind of talked that deal way cool. more than this necessary
1: one's, this one's kind of spicy ain't it? so
0: you know we got two new patrons here to finish the straight show off mike a couple spicy ones all right 12 team superflex ppr lineup start 10 all right so mike soggy danger is the uh the new patron acquiring kyla murray and sending to shock ent kyle pitts mike um, I'll get into the particulars on the deal that he kind of left in the Discord, but I, I kind of curious just in a vacuum, let's talk about like where you're at first and foremost on this when you just see it one for one. 12 team superflex PPR lineup start 10. Before we talk the intricacies,
1: you don't tell me any tight end premium as much as like I love Kyle Pitts. Uh, I'm going to go back to my super flex roots and I would say I'd rather have Kyler over Kyle Pitts, I'd rather have the quarterback. Um, not that, that Kyle Pitts is bad. I still love Kyle Pitts, and I still want him everywhere. And we talk about in in no tight end premium leagues, The it almost feels like the elite tight ends are even more of an advantage, which I really do it like. Is a, but- it
0: is a .5 tight end premium, by the way, so sorry okay. about that.
1: Well, that's fine. Um, even then, even then. Like, I think it's closer, but at the core, man, it's still a super flex league, and you pretty much sell your soul to the devil to get yourself into that top 12 <laughs> quarterbacks, which I – Still think Kyler is in, uh, mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's barely hanging on. Uh, a lot of people hate him. I've but, seen his uh,
0: ADP dropping tremendously, like it, way it, it more has. than I thought it would.
1: It has. Um, but I still love Kyler, and like I'm willing to buy the discount and ride that out because I've seen him be elite, and I've seen him be great. Uh, some of the other ancillary stuff, like people have this thing like, oh, they're taking Caleb Williams, and they're going to trade Kyler. Uh, I'm here to tell you, it's like a 89 or 90 million dollar cap hit if they get rid of Kyler Murray, which to me, lens goes. I don't think that's going to happen. I know we've seen some big cap hits, but they're in the 30 or 40 million. This well, would, this would smash the record by by uh, uh, twice. Because <laughs> now,
0: basically, there right, what it does is if you were to absorb it, um, or even a big a big portion of it, like if you find a way to trade them and they take on some right. of it, right. dude what that does is it, it it basically already immediately takes away that edge you have in playing a rookie quarterback that you have all that extra money to spend, right? Like that cap right. hit becomes, uh, you know, kind of, it's like on a rebuild if you're taking on Leonard Fournette, right? It's like, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yes. antithetical to what you're trying to do. You know,
1: I, I will say I, I probably, I, this is, this is close, man. And, and ADP wise, I would say there's probably a lot of people who will take Kyle Pitts before Kyler Murray me, I just trust the the quarterback, and if I still, if I'm going to rank Kyler in the top twelve, um, regardless, kind of what what people are doing as ADP, it's a super flex league. Like I'm still going to push that leverage, so I think I'd rather have Kyler here over Kyle okay. Pitts. but it's not, it's definitely not a slam dunk, Adam. Good. What says you?
0: Good. Well, well, the reason I wanted to do that is because I think if you're watching it this far, like we, we've gotten a lot of comments that are like, hey, get through more trades, get them quicker, and, and I understand that. But I think part of the reason we want to do it the way we're doing it, and I want to also give you context as to why we're doing it this way, is in a vacuum right now when I look at this trade. Now, I will admit, I know Kyler's ADP is trending downward. Yes. um, And it may be very different than this in a week or two. But currently as it sits, the ADP that's uh, updated almost all the time here uh, on our South Harmon website, southharmonff.com, forward slash adp you can get live adp tracking of all real money drafts 309 and 310 mike is kyle pitts and Kyler murray Kyler murray has the edge by one pick
1: that's That's an adp
0: yeah now that's the reason i think that's actually crazy and i don't know if this is how it played out but so you're telling me in like on the surface this is a very fair and close deal in a vacuum yeah right like this is i think something and i was really excited to see this from a new patron and then the scenarios worked out this way, because this is, I think, where you can utilize all the paid tools that we have, all of our stuff in the Discord, even if you don't do any of that. You just watch this show and listen to what we're talking about and think about how you can apply it to your league, then utilizing a closed trade and how to figure it with your settings and your team build, right, and what you have going on. So the reason I wanted to make all that mention is because so, Mike, this is a um uh, the the settings are all there, but he already has Burrow, Lamar, and Pickett. And then at tight end he still has Hawk, Juwan Johnson, and Chicken Kunkw. So, so he's not killed that tight end you position don't, at all. You don't go out of the top five even at tight end, right? You still can keep TJ Hawkinson. And you're picking he's, up Kyler.
1: He's got a little QE horde going which
0: on. Which gives now. you now, right, two high end ones. Pickett at quarterback four and Kyler, who's depressed in value, but you could afford because Pickett's your quarterback four. They can go to three. You can hold on to him until he does build back some value, right? Right. And you right. know, in this format, like it's really not that smart in a format like this where it's a point five tight end premium. Sorry, I did. I meant to type that in. I did this kind of a little more hurriedly today. That's but fine. It, but in a point five tight end premium, it doesn't make a ton of sense to like have four, five, six. If you listen to uh, Scott Connor's um, one of his most recent podcasts. There's no reason to hoard and have like seven tight ends in a format like this, right? So, no, in those formats, really. Like, if you look at Cooper's roster construction on a
1: no tight end premium, like if that was the case, you, yeah, you, you barely even need to roster one. It's like comes out to like 0. 0.75 generically. And in like lineup leagues that are end, two it, lineup right. leagues
0: that are two tight ends, sometimes the, the, the warp will tell you not even to roster three of them now that's bit that's baking in because of the droppable you're going to basically flip in and out guys but right. the point is you still keep your tight end you keep your roster construction completely intact but now you leverage kyler into a already very very good quarterback room you also have what you have court you have much better quarterback insurance right you don't have to rely on kenny pickett if either one of those guys get hurt now you especially the in best, the back half you got of the, the playoff.
1: best you got the best qb insurance don't you I mean, you got another elite potential guy you can plug in at any time.
0: And you didn't mess with any of your picks. You didn't mess with anything, right?
1: You got a super flex quarterback. This is crazy when you start talking about the edges. Yes. Right. And it cost you one player to go get a super flex quarterback. You netted
0: from tight end. Because if you think about it, if you just took the names away, right? And this is one thing (laughs) I I want to do. If you just went from tight end to quarterback, like that's a win. Like that's, that I think is actually utilizing. I don't know if this is how uh, Dave Danger did it, but I do know he's, you know, new in the patron. He dropped this trade in here. And when I'm thinking about a lot of stuff we talk about, and him sci- like, I'm looking at this and seeing like this is how you utilize all the information we actually talk about in depth and detail for your league. This is huge, man. I love seeing this out of a new patron. I really, really do. I really do because it's a close in ADP, right? Like it makes sense on ADP values. But when you know the the deeper stuff, my goodness, I want his side, man. I really do. I want his side by yeah. a lot. <laughs>
1: Ooh, you win a lot. You win a
0: lot. And I like Pitts too. I got the. You see the wing back there, but like yeah. you know, when I know what he's doing, I'm in. All right, uh, another um, new patron. So he he is acquiring here Brandon Ayuk and Michael Pittman. He's sending away Christian Watson, Cedric Tillman, a 25 second and a 25 third. So, Mike, this is a 12-team Superflex PPR Titan Premium lineup start tank. I, can I tell you how? Well, I will say, I'll tell you one thing that's crazy about this. Mike, you and I have been these uh, Brandon Ayuk, Truth truther stands, you know, Jon Snow in it for, it feels like, a while. Right. Since it was, there was the early cool crowd, you know, shout out to Mike Liu. Uh, he got us way in early, you know. But since then, you know, when he got in the shenanigan doghouse, like, Ayuk's been kind of this guy that's been floating way down in values. But what I what I, I was, like, not really paying enough attention, and there's a ton of buzz on Brandon Ayuk everywhere. He's, like, quarterback or wide receiver 19 or 20 in keep trade cut now. Like, he's had a lot of buzz and movement on him. So um, that one actually would have made sense, like, two months ago. But now it's like, all right, Ayuk and Watson are probably even, even if you include the youth stuff. So then, Pittman, Tillman, a second and a third that are two years out. For Pittman is just stupid in a lineup league, man.
1: I I will say this: um, uh, Christian Watson, he's he's been an interesting one for me because I have uh, D Bro Derek Brown of Fantasy Pros loves loves Christian Watson, a mm-hmm. uh, guy I really respect, and Cody Carpentier. Loves, loves Christian Watson, yeah, loves Christian Watson, man, go and this is. I plug good people. I plug good people. Go check out my guys, Cody Carpenter and Matty Kewoom. They have a Patreon. Patreon.com. I think it's forward slash the executives. Oh, Just the, look up the executives. The
0: executives, man. Just like, you go know.
1: go check those guys out. I, I love good people. Those are two dope people. All right. So Cody, Cody loves Christian Watson. D-Bro loves Christian Watson. In return, like listening to him. I'm not a big Christian Watson guy, but I want to move them up. Like, I okay, I see your points. Uh, I understand. I should move them up. Adam, you're, you say in the Dynasty community, like one of – I think either Watson and Ayuk or Watson and Pittman, pick one of these guys. I think they're very similar and they should cancel out in a value sense for the overall Dynasty community. Now, to be completely honest with you, where I'm at right now, I favor Ayuk or Pittman over – Christian Watson. So either Correct. one of those that he got on the other side. When I look at this trade, I go, "Damn, that's a win. That's a win." Correct. And now, but but it, in market though, you side. could
0: say at least in market there you could cancel out one of the two, yes. right? So you could basically cross off Watson for you pick your favor your flavor of Pittman or Ayuk. But then opinion. that's where it becomes a big problem, and that, and where you're even saying you're winning yeah. on that side. Go ahead. The
1: lineup start ten part. The lineup start ten. Cedric Tillman means fuck all to me. Fuck all to me. Like, he I is a bad. He's a bad day. bet.
0: He's a bad right. bet outside of the fact that he's attached to Watson. That's the only thing that, like, for me, that makes me want to bet on him. And, I, and lineups are tender. Only I don't even want to do it there.
1: I, I will throw every Cedric Tillman type and 25 third I have. If the only thing I need to do is just add one single second that's two years out to go get a Brandon Ayuk or Michael Pittman type. And that list is pretty long. That is DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, QJ, Terry McLaurin, Traylon, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Jordan Addison. Like name one of those receivers that I have in the same tier, I will give you a 25 second. And as many Cedric Tillmans and 25-thirds, 24-thirds, 26-thirds, any thirds I have, I will just package them all together and let me get one of these wide receivers in a lineup league. Now, best ball would be a different story. That's probably overkill. Uh, But even in a best ball league, Adam, I will pay this for Brandon Ayuk and Michael Bittman pretty easily because, like you said, the basis of the deal is Christian Watson, pick one of them, cancel them out. The other one is... Cedric Tillman, a second, a third for the other receiver, which I have in a very similar range. All three of these elite receivers at the top are in a very similar range, so this is pretty easy. It's kind of like that first Zach deal with uh, with London for for JSN, right? If I'm right. going to trade within the same tiers, I'll just take take the extra on top of it. Well, the problem is, you know, the one, the one guy got two pieces in the same tier, and the other guy got one and then a bunch of junk.
0: And, and, and you know, like uh, if I think about this in a logical, like if I was saying Langdon M, which by the way, Langdon M, if you're watching this or you see this later, uh, don't know you. This is no slight to you. I'm actually trying to talk to you like, you know, as if I was this manager. I think something that can be an error, right? So what I'm seeing and where I think this could make sense or where it could get accepted, let me say not make sense. How it could for the other manager owner where they make it make sense in their head and accept it is. Sometimes, especially this time of year, there is a very big push on youth, right? In this, like I'm (coughs) rebuilding, right? Right. So you basically reset age, if because right now, for example, Mike uh, Christian Watson is a couple spots ahead of IU, who has been surging, right? So you have wide receiver 20 to wide receiver 22, but you get to reset in age. So like if you're rebuilding, you could say "I, I, I can see doing that, and then you're saying, all right, well, same same idea. Like I basically get off of Pittman for Tillman who's a rookie and then 25 second 25 third liquidity but here's the thing in this format that is a, a terrible plan because Tillman is already like he's going to have an extreme uphill battle from roster clogger like territory re- reality right. he, He's off a the clogger at this point yes and then you're basically letting Pittman go at that point for a second, which is not next year's draft, which is basically only a year. It's a full year from now, really, like when you think about it. Another full year from that, and then that third in 25. And they're both coming from the manager who you're just basically letting right. get Pittman for almost free. So it's just... could Listen, could, could, could it end up being where Langdon M wins this trade down the road? Sure. If, if you look at this trade in 2025, and you tell me, Either what they drafted or what they traded the pieces for. Yes, it could be. But right now, what I know about everything today, there's no chance in the world I would take that side. Not even. It's not even remotely close for me, to be honest. Hey, see that gift, man. Pass. Pass. <laughs> pass. Pass. I like the way his kind of mouth moves in it. Like, pass. You know, just I'm, I'm good. Um, Easily.
1: Easily. These are good, man. These are good deals.
0: I liked them. I, like I was going to say great deals uh national bourbon day is going very well i poured this all the way full and we're almost almost all the way gone
1: listen i've been working nights so my schedule's flipped around it's like nine in the morning i'm already drinking vodka it's great time
0: (laughs) let's just put it like this um mike's out here you know doing two trade shows a week um getting you know heat exhaustion in the er his circadian rhythm i mean he's basically a night creature at this point um and here he is you know still giving you all the inside stuff that's what I love about Iowa, Michael. Man, he is not a quitter. He is not a quitter at any means. Mike, uh, honestly, I thought it was a really good trade show. I love having new patrons come in and show stuff. One, a little more, you know, elementary. Like, yeah, this is this is easy. One, a little more nuanced, and both sides, both wins, man. I, I love seeing it. I think there was only one deal where a patron that we said didn't win, and it's because it was a deal with two patrons, right? Um, other than that, we liked all the well, patrons. Oh no, goat rings, sorry. Seven goat us? rings, man. Oh, we
1: had five goat rings make an appearance we are gonna
0: have to maybe reassess the uh the number of goat rings that uh goat rings has in his um because we we actually can do that mike in discord maybe just until he proves it again like it's five or four or six right maybe give him a little motivation
1: we'll just change you need to get
0: back to seven like we want to see those old deals where you just gouge somebody Um, we'll keep it a tally i love that man love that every
1: time he makes the trade show with a good deal we add a ring listen we're happy every to get you we're time happy time to get you back to up, seven
0: but right now i mean that, that was almost minus two like that one was rough maybe the worst trade i've seen from seven goat rings i know you're yeah, better that than a- that i'm holding you to a higher standard damn it you know
1: Yeah, we need to to help him out. It'd be great if he had this place where, uh, you know, like Patreon.com for Harmon, where you had a Discord. You could ask people, like, hey, what do you guys think about
0: this? That's what I'm saying because the Savage tier – See, Seven Gold Rings, this is the thing you have to understand. The Savage tier sold out, right? I got people literally – I have a waiting list right now, Mike, of of, they want to get into the Savage tier to have access to us all the time. You have it. And then I got to come out here and parade this trade that you did in the Savage tier, and I'm like – I don't want affiliation with this. I don't want to be affiliated with this right now. All right. Seven goat rings. You know, it's all love buddy. Um, We appreciate everybody tapping in and watching the dynasty trade show with us. Uh, We're loving to have fun out here. Seven goat rings. Get it better for next week. All right. You know, we have, we have to have you on at least one of the two shows. Uh, We do have two dynasty trade shows Saturday morning. You're watching this wednesday make sure you're tapping into our wednesday night trade shows at 9 30 on wednesday even if you don't do the premiere make sure you're gonna watch it later on um more deals coming from patrons and if you do want your deals featured in the show patreon.com forward slash south Harmon, dollar a month gets you in the door savage is sold out you know people like seven goat rings just you know keeping it sold out and still making bad deals but maybe eventually we'll up the uh the memberships uh for Savage. but we can't keep up with team reviews it's just I don't. I don't see how we up it right now. I just don't yeah. see how we do it, man. That's hard. That's hard. But we appreciate
1: everybody tapping. In. Thank you. Been a great trade show, Adam. I had a blast on this one. Even yeah. if it is a 9 a.m. podcast, so let's do
0: it. Let's do it, man. Um, last thing I will ask, if you could go down, hit the like and subscribe, uh, comment, let us know. Even if you like, you guys talk way too much. Uh, you, you ruin this because you could just bang. You know, 30 of these trades out. Did you talk about eight? Tell us that. It's okay. We just want to hear from you. Um, but other yes. than that, we will see you back here, same time, same place, next week for the Forty d Chess Dynasty Trade Show. We're out of this thing. Peace. Peace.